0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode five of the Live Unlimited podcast. Today, I sat down with Harry to give everyone a company update two months into our crazy COVID-19 startup. See how we're reshuffling human connection and networking locally within our beautiful city, Vancouver. All right, Harry, we're two months in. What the hell have I been doing? A lot. I've been working on a lot of stuff. Actually we have been working yeah, on we'll a lot of stuff.
1: we got branding done. Yep. Uh actually technically it's still not done. Technically it's not done. We we still, have, we don't
0: have find, wasn't he supposed to give us something this week? Uh he's at two more weeks. Really? For yeah. what? For the brand guideline. Really? But we don't really need it, to be honest. Because I want to see what font he picks. Didn't he isn't it just Futura? No no, no that
1: that's he, he used that for the for the logo. But that's not necessarily the font we use for the typeface, right? Uh, like for documents, for headers, for bodies. Uh, Usually there's three fonts involved. They're like a variation of two mixed together. True. Yeah. I so, kind of
0: have been just using Futura for everything and yeah. it looks kind of weird. I was going to use it on the website, but it yeah. looked weird. It that's looked why weird. I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why I didn't do it because I was looking at, um, I'm sensitive to font pairs.
0: Yeah. It uh, heightens my senses. But anyways, yeah. so we got the logo done. Yeah. We got the business cards done. We got yeah. the t-shirts done. And they're all meticulously designed to reflect our different levels and tiers of membership. Mm. Um, and now we're struggling to find a developer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I feel like every startup that doesn't have a technical co-founder or technical teammate in the very beginning has thought of the question of, do I outsource it to India, or do I try and do something here locally? What are your thoughts? I think that's a
1: very simple question. Is there a simple answer? Yeah. Do we have money?
0: Yeah, that's that is very true. Oh. But the issue is so we have been talking to a number of different local development firms, and we really know that you can't compare what you get in India versus what you get here. Just because I think their wage over there for, like, a software developer is, like, $15 an hour. Mm, which, which is, is really high. Minimum wage here. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. like, that one developer that you hire here is, like, three or four people in India or something like that. Mm. So, for us right now is that we have been speaking to a few firms here and in India. Um, but we're really struggling to decide.
1: Yeah. It's true. Well we there's one aspect is, you know, because in a different country there's a time zone, there's the language barrier, even though you know in India they have very good English, um, but nevertheless there still can be communication issues yeah along the way. Yeah. We much rather be able to have a developer that is either on board with us in house or we can contract someone that's local where we can meet on a regular basis. It just makes the whole workflow and the process that much more better in my mind
0: and it's yeah. also like if you can look someone in the eye and be like this is what we need to do and then they look you in the eye and be like okay this is what i'm doing yeah. it's just a much better feeling than doing a zoom call or a google meets it's so true and then you don't really know if they actually understand the details of what you need them to do
1: you know um, on my last project
0: i was building the
1: app here in Vancouver. Yeah. And then our developer was in India. Yeah. So I was sending my stuff over to him. Yeah. And he was building it. Yeah. And it was just extremely slow. Like six months, we didn't get anything done. Yeah. So then we both ended up moving to the same place and we (laughs) lived. Is that why? Yeah. Well, partly the reason. Okay. So we literally were roommates, me and the developer roommates for a month and a half. Yeah. So we got to know each other, got to work with each other. Yeah. And then the developer went back to India. Yeah. And I came back here. And Ah. then that workflow just it made more sense because we had that connection. Right. right. Yeah.
0: So the moral of the story is if we do decide to outsource to India, Harry's going go to go and India. live there yeah. with the developer that yeah. we hire. There's a city called
1: Chandigarh, India. It's yeah. the second cleanest city in India. It's Apparently it's very nice. Is that where
0: yeah. App Inventive is located? at That's
1: where my dev was located. Oh, okay. In Chandigarh, yeah. So yeah. I always wanted to visit
0: Chandigarh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but anyways, hey, if you have experience in this area or if you're a developer looking for a social impact startup that has a bit of money, then, you know, contact us. Uh, but if you're just someone that looking to do something or have that experience, we'd love to speak with you as well.
1: Absolutely. Because yeah, the development for us is huge. We want to, we want to fast track this, have the product out there as soon as possible. Yeah. And once COVID's over, of course, you know, throw, throw
0: parties, events. Yeah. Get everybody outside. Well, the biggest thing right now we're trying to develop is the MVP. For those who doesn't know, it's called the Minimal Viable Product, which is basically like a prototype. Or, um. And we're able to onboard members and to essentially prove our concept such that we're able to get investors on board to actually build the full flesh product. Mm -hmm. So that's always the hard part when you try to tell a developer, it's like, this is what we want to do, but at this moment, this is what we can afford to do. What can you give me in terms of a prototype that actually resembles a part of the final product? Mm -hmm. I think that's always a hard part.
1: And the other aspect is that while we were trying to break the product down into like an MVP, yeah, you know ourselves, we encountered things that we had to question. You know, what is an MVP in our right. product, right? How much can we strip down, yeah. for it to you know be functioning, workable, but also have the core essence we're trying to deliver, right? So that has been a been a process. And uh, by the way, we moved into a new office too. We can tell them about that.
0: Oh yeah, we uh, so it you know you see us filming here. So N Labs, uh, this is where we usually film or a lot of our podcasts because this is an amazing space ran by two amazing co-founders uh, but we also got a n- other office space uh, near the Canada line right across from Richmond Center for those who are familiar uh, where the Van City Tower is, and you know we're able to pull some strings and get that for uh, essentially free uh, which is for a startup is everything yeah. when cost is everything it's true yeah keeping costs low yeah but the view is nice though yeah. So this nice. is very nice. Uh, we can see the bank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, back to, um, I guess, what we're trying to do is for our app, we're trying to build an MVP that allows our members to onboard, calculate their impact points uh, but at the same time have some sort of social function whether it's a news feed a chat Mm. or some sort of event page that allows them to rsvp for events Mm. so when we were discussing which part we can take out it was like the hardest thing because if you onboard a member and he is not able to interact with other members what's the point of that member having the app Mm. or if you're able to um, have the social features but you can't Calculate the points, then that takes our unique aspect away. And even if you have a thousand people on the app, it's not a proof of concept of what we're trying to do. It's true. So we were like, okay, we want to do this, but we can't take that away. And you want to do this? You can't take that away. So that's where we're trying to sit. And we're essentially waiting for a few more proposals to come back uh, from the various developers uh, with our budget and them telling us this is what we can provide of the functions that you want for your MVP.
1: So we're kind of stuck right at this point. <laughs> we're,
0: not, we're we're not stuck. Not stuck. We're not yeah. stuck. Yeah. But uh, we need to make a decision, and we need yeah. to make it quick. Exactly. Um, and then the next move. So the biggest thing for us is once once we decide that you know, who we're going with, whether that's in-house or locally or in India, whatever it is, that kind of takes a load off of our backs mm-hmm. because we have someone that's taking care of the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. So now we can do the more important thing, which is investor facing and market facing.
1: It's not true, man. We, once we find a developer, I'm going to have to start designing. It's <laughs> uh,
0: Harry's Harry has his uh, hands full no. No. once we have a developer. No. That means I actually have to start working. Yeah. Right now, and my schedule is so slack. <laughs> 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 Harry's chill. I'm in the office every freaking day. I'm watching esports. Yeah. So, um, well, my job, of course, is, is to find the investment and to find the partners to come on board. So one big thing that we're looking for, because we're essentially a community based company right everything that we do is based off of the company we're sorry the community we're able to attract in the very first place it acts as a nucleus for different projects that we have an idea of where we want to go but it first starts with the community so what we want to do is like we want to find 10 really really great partners that would join us in our venture that have reach and access into different pockets of vancouver so that they're able to bring their friends and family into our platform and in which we can't reach ourselves so I mean that's the first and foremost the biggest thing that we want to do is that ten kind of partners um, and then of course to raise an additional uh, seed round or pre-seed round however you want to call it um, to you know develop our app as well as our membership package yeah yeah um. Do you want to maybe share a little bit about our membership package and what our thoughts are on all that? What, what
1: aspects? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're cutting this part out. Yeah. Um, so we have a really cool idea for our membership package.
1: The box? The box, man. Yeah. Oh, about the, the box? Okay, so you know, we're thinking, because when we started doing the whole branding thing, we thought about, you know, what is an experience that we can give our members. That's just different, right? Like when you join something that might give you a letter, might give you a hat, you know, might give you a water bottle. But we really want this community to feel like it's it's I don't want to say it's home, but we want to have that kind of a feeling. Like it's family, it's people that you want to be able to spend a long, long time with, right? You know, whether it's volunteering together, playing sports together, going into business together down the road, it's something that we want to build long-term and we want those relationships to last like that. So in the beginning for members to come on, we actually preparing or we are preparing a membership package that is uh, going to involve sort of a nicely designed box, uh, a premium box. Very much feels like you just walked into a... I don't know, a product store or you just came out of a product Harry, store. <laughs>
0: Harry is in luxury retail, so he knows <laughs> know. what the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah,
1: sort of. <laughs> um, and, and through that, we want to give that, because that's really the first, like, tactile experience our user is going to have. Yep. Before they can touch the app, before they can come out to, you know, social gatherings, uh, they're going to have that membership package. And for yep. us, it's very important that when they hold it in their hand, that first contact has got to be a feeling of... What's the word?
0: Uh, belonging. Belonging, yeah. yeah. A feeling of belonging, but also a feeling of um, community and a feeling of like this box is worth. Something Absolutely. and it, it it means something as well, and you know we can't reveal too much. Yeah, but you know there are potential partnerships with a very amazing local gallery, yes. art gallery that we have. So you might have some art pieces yeah. within your membership package and the box will be designed in a very stylish and classy fashion. Uh, but we don't want to reveal too much. Um, but the reason why we're spending so much money. And time and effort into creating this membership experience is because we really want to hit home the message is that you're not paying a membership for the app. You know the app is always supplemental to the community. Like that's first and foremost, right? You know you're not going to pay hundred dollars just to have access to an app, but you might pay hundred dollars for a very fancy, you know, box filled with very fancy goodies. We can't reveal too much. As well as access to an amazing community of change makers, leaders, and people who wanna make a difference in the community. Mm. So, like, that membership package is extremely important to us. And, you know, the app is just a bonus. It really is just a bonus. Mm. Yeah. But you'll love the app too. Yeah, you'll love the app too. Once we build it. Once we build it, yeah. <laughs> so, one thing that um, I forgot to mention is that this morning we had an amazing, amazing meeting with a Person, oh, should I actually name him? Do you think it's too early? Actually, I probably don't I don't want to name him. Name I, don't maturity, want, I don't name the will yeah. name the organization. Yeah. I don't want to name him. Yeah. yeah. Um I'll, I'll name West Coast. I'll name West Coast. Yeah. Awesome. else? West Coast. I'll pretty celebrate Diana. Great great friend of oh, Diana oh, made yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. And You know, the funny thing is the world's so small because our whole project and integral piece of what we're doing is our points and our ability for our points to be donated to different charities. And one thing that aids us in doing that is to partner with a company called Charitable Impact. So what Charitable Impact does is that it allows you to create a free giving account, which gives you access to charities across Canada. So for me personally. I knew that I want to formalize a partnership with them because they are a open platform. So anyone can create an account. So I don't necessarily need to have anything signed off to help our members create accounts, but I want something formalized with them. But I knew that with these things, you only have like one shot to make a good impression, especially if you're pitching a partnership, if you're pitching a product, if, you, if you're not ready and you go talk to the CEO, you talk to someone, you're like, hey, this is what I want to do with you. And he's like. You guys haven't done Jack yet, right? Then it's always scary. So, you know, I was really pushing it back and like, hey, we're not ready yet, we're not ready yet. But then our good friend Diana from West Coast Opportunity Accelerator, shout out to Diana. She was like, Hey, I actually know the director at Charitable Impact. Um, and I can make that introduction to you. So, with that personal introduction, um, we made. She made the introduction, and today we had an amazing meeting uh, in the morning, and he loved everything that we're doing. Um, and the reason being is what we're trying to do is really empower all of our members to give, and we do that by helping each of them open their own charitable account. We integrate charitable impact uh, and giving to every single aspect of what we do, whether it's volunteering, whether it's mentoring, whether it's um, you know in the future spending you know, hint, hint, Um, then we want to be able to empower them to give to a charity that they love and a cause that they support. So with a partnership with Charitable Impact, then that would really accelerate everything that we do.
1: I wasn't there in that meeting, but what Franco said. Harry skipped
0: out. I skipped out. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I I think it goes to show that you know, if you don't go out there and you, and you never, if you don't go out there and you meet people, or if you've never done anything that seems meaningful in the community, you miss out on a lot of opportunities. And the whole reason we got this opportunity is because we met Chris, oh you know that's actually a really good story so if you if you want to like really simplify this yeah it was like
1: two months ago a guy added franco on linkedin yeah that's right? true yeah and then they had coffee and then franco brought me out to a community event where i met the guy that franco had coffee with <laughs> who's the guy that added franco on linkedin that's right Same guy. and then it was like two weeks later uh we had a meeting with a guy or what happened um, a meeting. We, no, no, we had dinner. We had, we had dinner. dinner with a guy. Where that guy introduced us to this gal, and then we exchanged contact with the gal. Yeah. And then we had brunch with the gal, and the gal introduced us to the charity director. Yeah. And then Frankel met with the charity director, and then we're looking to formalize a partnership.
0: Right. So
1: it's, it's so, it's so random. Like if you break it down in a sequence, it's just literally a chain of
0: like randomness. That's the crazy, but the crazy thing is I always, I always do this. I always like work backwards to everything and every opportunity that I receive, you know, it's like, how did I meet Chris is because this, my youth talk nation platform attracted him Mm -hmm to my profile and attracted him uh, uh, to, to try to meet me. and But then everything that we talked about, my experience in China, because he spent 15 years in China, mm-hmm. that's what we connected, right? Uh, because we're starting this new platform, that's how we connected, mm-hmm. right? So it's like every single step that you make opens new doors. Right, and if you don't do anything new, or if you're not having a diversified background or experiences, you limit yourself to what's actually out there in the world.
1: It's true. Like like Franco said, like you don't know what's gonna happen, but you have that portfolio, or you have yeah. that thing, or yourself, you know, built up. Yeah, uh, opportunities will fly your way. Yeah, and uh, this is just an example that I wanted to share of how that kind of happens. And that's really what we're trying to create in a community too, is just
0: people with just different background, different ideas, different dimensions, and come fill gaps within each other. It, exactly, it's like the whole idea, or the scariest thing in the world is not knowing what you don't know, right? You, not knowing the opportunities that are present out there. And I was speaking to a, a student, you know, uh, the last few days we were sharing this idea, and he's like, I just don't think students will see the ROI on paying for a membership into our organization where they can network, quote unquote, within their clubs or within on their school campus, right? Like why would they join something like that? And I would then ask him is like, how is that networking working for you? How many genuine relationships that you have built over the time that you spent networking or going to events or grabbing coffee, right? Like relationships aren't built in a day, aren't built at a freaking event. It's years, months, days spent over a long period of time at the same cause and coming together again, meeting again, knowing each other again, and then moving away and coming back together again, right? So if you think networking is just grabbing a cup of coffee and then you can build the same relationship, all power to you, go for it, but I can tell you you're putting yourself into a little little box and you'll never really get the same opportunities that someone that really knows how to build relationships will get and one thing Franco's gonna
1: be able to teach you I'm just kind of throwing you you know in front of the bus on this right networking is literally a muscle it's not something that everyone's good at and it takes time to train it really does because like when I I remember my first networking event I was in university yeah it was a North Vancouver Chamber of Commerce yeah I went in there yeah I was like it's like I walked into like an AIDS clinic like I just (laughs) it was was the most depressing thing I I felt it wasn't it was me I was the awkward one right? everyone else was professional but I didn't know how to network I didn't know what to say I didn't know how to introduce myself so it really is a
0: muscle you got to work and once you oh work it God. you'll find that it works for you. I, I, can, I, can, I can talk about this for hours and I know that we're supposed to be rolling something else but networking the reason why students fail at or young professionals even fail at These traditional networking events is because they actually don't have jack to tell the other person, right? Like what's your story when you actually walk up to that person that you want to meet? You know, what's your background? What are you representing, right? Like if you don't have a platform you're representing, if you're not in a position of power or in a reputable uh, position, you know, in the company that you're there for, or even if you're just a student, you don't have a story to tell how do you connect with someone when you don't have anything to connect with right so that's why for our members we give them business cards we give them an identity right so for as a student that doesn't have an identity doesn't have a platform to represent we've just given you one and this platform represents you know, giving back to the community, represents charity, represents social impact. There's so many things that you can do to spin this identity with that aids you in connecting and networking, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a total other
1: story. So, okay. Stay tuned for his course on how to network. Yeah, stay tuned. Hey, <laughs> it's a, free for all members. Yeah, it's a good course. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Is that, is that good? I, know, it's, I mean, and we, we got talked, it. I mean, it's really it.
1: random, but. Yeah, but yeah, it's just updates, throwing it out there. Yeah. But yeah. I just wonder
0: how you're going to cut it all together.
1: I don't know. Fucking, I'm not going to cut it. Just put it <laughs> on <down> there. It's <laughs> natural. I'm probably going to cut in between. Cut it between the. Shorten um, the silences. Yeah. And see if the story can kind of make sense. It does. It yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's just yeah.
0: long. We good. We good. We Bye good. guys. Thank you for listening, everyone. And remember to join our community below and take part in our crazy startup.